0: You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into the humday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, your daily Texans talk and news podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is me. I am him, John, some sports guy Hickman, happy to be back with you guys on a Wednesday, 24 hours, less than 24 hours from just a lot, a lot regarding Deshaun Watson's case. But like I said, I am some sports guy Hickman, John, some sports guy Hickman, and along with my guy, and I'm not gonna call him my partner in crime, but along with the greatest
0: co-hosts in the world here today talking Texans, Cody Davis, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on all your favorite podcast streaming services. On today's show, of course, we're going to start off this installment with the latest news surrounding Deshaun Watson and his sexual allegations, which is now up to 22 women on yesterday, Tony Busby held a press conference that gave out some explosive details. And we're going to touch on that really quick then later on in the show to get back to what matters most here on Locked On Texans football talk with the NFL draft coming up less than 23, 22 days away. John and myself, we're going to talk about two more prospects that we believe the Texans should go after in this year's draft if they are still on the board and it doesn't have to be at at pick number 67. It could be at any point of the draft however most of the prospects that we do talk about are guys who will possibly be a perfect fit if they are still there at pick number 67. And then we're going to close the show really quick talking about what the Houston Texans should do with themselves moving forward. How do they rebuild their image after this whole Deshaun Watson fiasco nonsense is over? But of course, we're going to start this show off talking about the news, the latest news surrounding Deshaun Watson. And boy, things are not looking good for d4 tuesday afternoon tony busby held a press conference speaking for the now 22 women who have accused watson of sexual assault and let me just say this before moving on i'm not about to sit here and say deshaun watson is guilty nor am i about to sit here and say deshaun watson is innocent because at the end of the day we still do not know the total facts of everything that went on behind closed doors as of right now the only people who knows how much of this is a truth and how much of this is a complete lie the only people that knows this is the sean watson himself and the masseuses themselves however what i will say is this the press conference that took place on yesterday was very damaging for Deshaun watson and his camp and i said that because just last week it appeared that this situation might have started trending in the sean watson favor because rusty Harding, of course that is the attorney who is speaking on behalf of the sean watson said in a statement last week that he spoke with 18 masseuses who claimed that the sean was nothing but a gentleman and professional during their time working with the Pro Bowl quarterback and Harden also proved that one of Watson's accuser had in fact kind of over exaggerated the truth just a little bit for an opportunity to seek money over justice which led to Harden calling the rest of the remaining accusers a mystery because we did not have a name we did not have a face we did not have anything to put together on to see what is the truth or not but unfortunately Watson's camp cannot, can no longer use that approach because on yesterday during that press conference, we heard from two different women who revealed their identity. One of which was Ashley Solis, who was the first person who filed the lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, recapping her unfortunate experience between her and Deshaun. And not only did Busby prove that these women are real, but to me personally, the most damaging part of this press conference came when Busby revealed a text message exchange between a masseuse and one of the 18 women Harden spoke to who claimed that nothing happened between her and Deshaun Watson. Now the text message did not say anything about Watson doing anything sexual to her but it did in fact prove that something might have happened between Watson and the rest of these accusers and I do want to read this text to you guys really quick. The text goes I told you I stopped working with him the lady who responded to the text said yeah why because I was hearing too much stuff about him messing around with other people he's been doing a lot over the last four months and I even told his butt he needs to be careful because his name is starting to get around I just hope no one calls me questioning me about anything that's going on with him in my opinion that was the damaging part of Deshaun Watson because If if there was nothing going on between Watson and these masseuses, and if someone was trying to blackmail him and lie on him, that text exchange would not exist, John and listeners. And I just wanted to point that out because that really has me concerned, to say the least. Once again, I'm not taking up for deshaun watson i'm not saying that he's guilty or innocent the whole situation is unfortunate like i continuously keep saying here on locked on texans every time we talk about this but that press conference yesterday i am truly interested to see how will deshaun watson and his party respond especially the houston texans how are they're going to move forward from this knowing that a couple of these masseuses were actually referred to Deshaun Watson by members of the Houston Texans organization and there was also a statement that said that when Deshaun Watson was going out getting massages meeting these women inside their house there was times where he actually borrowed a massage table from members of the Texans organization yeah man they uh the Texans
1: fired their entire equipment staff headlined by Mike Parsons and you know, we really have to evaluate some of the things that we were saying about Jack used to be, because it it does seem like he was doing his job as a character coach and trying to ultimately, overall, keep Deshaun Watson out of trouble. But um, now that we find out that the Texans' equipment staff were lending him tables allegedly, and um, we see the text messages and the letter, the note that was read on yesterday in, in front of the crowd. Um, it makes the situation just really bad. I mean, it was already bad, right? Like it, it, it was already bad. And I think some of us were still looking at it like, let's let's still wait and see. And we still have to wait and see, but it's a little bit more convincing now. But Rusty Hardin uh, has sent the response to Tony Busby's press conference Stating that Busby reached out to Deshaun Watson's team and requested a one hundred thousand dollar settlement for Ashley solace and that's when you know. And remember, Deshaun Watson even mentioned that in his tweet. But it's just really bad. HPD is not involved, and. Uh, I, I do just think about all of the things that we as fans and we in the media may have said about Jack Easterby and Bill O'Brien. Like how much of that do we have to reassess now? I think it's a, I think it's a fair portion, more so towards Jack Easterby because Bill O'Brien was put in a position he should have never been in in the first place. But now we have to reassess some of the things we said about Jack Easterby because he was brought here to be a character coach. And he was trying to coast through characters the entire time. We've heard about him following players. In the Sports Illustrated article, we heard about that, we read that. Was he following Deshaun Washington's crew? Right? Like So some of the things that's been been transpiring downtown, not downtown, uh, of 16 and Kirby, some of the things that's been happening, it's kind of like, we probably was wrong about a lot of things we said originally. But this Deshaun Watson situation is two things. I don't see him playing football this year for no team at all. I don't I don't see a team trading for Deshaun Watson, unless something comes out that this is completely fake, and I don't think it will. But, you know, by some stroke of a miracle, I don't see a team willingly trading for Deshaun Watson in the midst of this with what the movements are right now. And it's not the right thing to do. Like, you know, not even a movement. It's just not the right or smart thing to do. I don't see a team traded for him. The question now begs, will Nick Asirio, like we talked about the possibility, well, at least I did Kyle Trask being in the but how long will this coaching staff, you know, hired by Nick Asirio and this new general manager uh, how long are they going to sit around and say, well, we're not going to go find our own franchise quarterback now. We're moving on completely. This contract will get voided. We'll get back we'll get back. And his problems, he's going to have to work out on his own. Because if he would have never requested a trade, we don't hear about any of this. We, we probably would have the discussion that the Houston Texans may now be back in contention with the reshape of the team. I'm to believe that if he would have never requested a trade, none of this would have went on in the first place. I want to tell you guys about built bar. Some of you guys really did let me down, by the way, by choosing anything with coconut to win the built bar March Madness. However, if you didn't get in on that fun, you can always get in on the improved built bar with six new flavors, headlined by the lemon almond cheesecake and cookies and cream with the original 12 flavors, peanut butter, banana brownie, and double chocolate. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Bill Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and it's great for a keto diet. You get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to billbar.com and use promo code lox 15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on
0: the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And continuing with this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I will continue to look at potential prospects the Texans should target in this year's NFL draft. And yesterday we talked about the possibility of the Texans targeting Kyle Trask and Kelvin Joseph. To begin our nfl prospect series and john given the texans quarterback situation and all the reasons why you brought up the possibility of the texans drafting kyle trask if given the opportunity in the third round it had me wondering what other quarterbacks are out there the texans should consider and yes i understand guys like trevor lawrence justin fields zach wilson and a lot of the top quarterbacks in this year class will be long gone by the time the texans start making their selections however i do want to say that this might be one of the most talented quarterback class that we have seen in a very long time and there are going to be quarterback steals throughout this draft and i actually like kellen mod from texas a&m and to be honest with you john and listeners i would much rather see houston use one of their a draft picks on a quarterback because one it gives the texans an opportunity to develop someone in their system especially for the same reasons as we mentioned for kyle trask you, you pair them with pep hamilton you pair them with a guy like tyrod taylor and you give them an opportunity to learn the game of football on an nfl level especially pairing them with pep hamilton the quarterback coach who has a very good track record of developing some really good quarterbacks in his career any quarterback that the texans draft this year especially when you look at a project quarterback can be successful in a long-term plan for this organization and not only that the best part about drafting a quarterback who's going to be a project it gives the texans more options when examining their quarterback situation for the 2022 season and john and listeners i like mob because he is your prototypical modern day dual threat quarterback and his draft comparison is actually calling kaepernick now ladies and gentlemen at the end of the day it really does not matter how you feel about kaepernick in 2021 we all know in the early 2010s when this man started his career with the san francisco 49ers nobody could take away this man talent and this is a guy who led the 49ers to two nfc championship games one of which they made it to the super bowl where they lost against the baltimore ravens however with that being said when you look at kellen like happening he is a dual threat quarterback who is a little bit more dangerous using his legs more so with his arm strength he does have a nice poise in the pocket but the only thing that kellen needs to work on is his consistency When looking back at games that he had at Texas A&M, there was times when he was a little bit too inconsistent. And that is something that separates him from some of the top quarterbacks in the draft. And it's part of the reason why he is still going to be on the draft board by the time the Texans make their selection in the third round. In his four seasons at A&M, Kelling threw for nearly 10,000 yards, rushed for over 1,000, recorded 71 touchdowns, and 27 interceptions. If there isn't a defensive back or anyone on defense the Texans feel comfortable with taking and using their first selection on, if Kelly Mond is still there, I will say use your first selection on drafting a project quarterback in Mond.
1: I'm gonna to go to the defensive side of the ball. I like Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, I love his dad, played for New England because I really believe Houston needs a playmaker at the nickel position. Uh, somebody that you can plug in, at nickel, move them around a little bit on the field and make plays when plays are needed. And I believe that's what Asante Samuel Jr. will be in the league, 5'10". So he's not going to be an outside corner in the league. I don't believe he will. Um, But one thing about him is he will get aggressive. He he, he tackles, he makes plays, and the last two seasons had 18 pass breakups. And uh, I look at a defense that is being reshaped and revamped. At all three levels, the defensive front got better. we more talented when you look at the additions of Malik Collins and Shaq Lawson. The linebacker room signed 32 linebackers. He brought in a new corner in Terrence Mitchell, Terrence Brooks at safeties. Um, so they are getting new pieces in because the pieces that were there previously weren't good enough. Um, but I think they still need a playmaker – somebody that is young, athletic, can make the plays, and you don't have to bring him in free agency, so you're not going to have to overpay for that player. You're going to be a rookie. You want a rookie deal. And I think Asante Samuel is that player. Let me tell you guys really quick how you can make some extra money on the side by the comfort of your own home. Bet online. You have the NBA, the MLB, and hockey. Everything is in full swing right now online covers award TV shows and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. It's April, and the Locked On NFL Podcast Network is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 26th, tune into the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 feature analysts from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Odyssey in the Locked
0: On Podcast Network. Before getting out of here on today's installment of Locked On Texans, I want to look at how can the Texans rebuild their image, rebuild their namesake moving forward, especially after this Deshaun Watson fiasco is put behind them. And I wanted to bring this up because every time we talk about this, we only talk about what does this mean for Deshaun Watson? Where will he play football? Where we what will he still be a part of this organization? But we never really truly talk about how can the Texans rebuild their franchise, rebuild their image after this? Because John, as you alluded to, prior to these allegations being brought out, we all thought that the Texans were the bad guy. We all thought that guys like Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby were were the reason of the Texans' mighty demise over the past 12 to 24 months. However, that doesn't really seem like the case now. But that does not mean the Texans still have things that they need to work on in hopes of one day building a championship team like they always dreamed of building. I think they got to create their own image. You know, first of all, you got
1: to stop doing things a certain way, which is, you know, some of the front office decisions, overpaying players, getting players late in their, in their careers, uh, not putting adequate pieces around the best players that has been Houston's MO since they, you know, became a franchise again, actually going back to the Oilers. And um, that's number one. And, and really get to just not being mediocre win real meaningful games. And you have to move on from this thing. It's going to always be there. Like every NFL franchise has some type of stain. Houston just got theirs. I'm John, sports guy, Hickman. I'm Dave's edition of Locked On Texans. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook.
0: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.